0: Live on Joy, 94.9, Saturday afternoon, from noon, via the live stream at joy.org.au, forward slash listen live, or tune your wireless in Melbourne to 94.9 FM. One, two, three, four! it, use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, it, create it, change it, point it to me, press it, snap it, work it, cook it, use it, write it, cut it, paste it, save it, load it, check it, quickly write it, plug it, play it, burn it.
1: This is Joy 94.9 and you're listening to Technogaze, where we gaze into the world of consumer electronics, gadgets and technology. We have a new person here, it's Ty. Hi. How are you? Yes, lovely. What a wonderful day. It's a beautiful day. Now, your geek
2: credentials, Ty, what are they? Uh, look, I um, ran the technical and production department for a major media company for quite a yep. few years. Also consult into the travel industry and in a technical
1: viewpoint. So, yeah, a bit of a nerd all round, really. We do like nerds. Now, your voice may be familiar to some people who are MGLC followers. Possibly. The Melbourne Gailing Lesbian
2: Chorus, I'm the Vice President and also C- on one of the bases And I hang out on some FM Spectrum As well from time to time
1: We, we can hear the uh, The um the With well, the, yeah. the, the, the dulcet tones. The dulcet tones, The yes. <laughs> dulcet And that other dulcet tone, of course, is Mark's voice, who is pushing our buttons. I'm, I'm doing my best to push buttons, yes. Yes. Very good at that. <laughs> We're doing a Freaky Friday. Uh, instead of me pushing buttons, I'm on the other side of the desk, hmm. which is a bit strange. Is it? It is. It feels very weird, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. Well, it's interesting
2: seeing it from this viewpoint, because, of course, usually at home listening to the show, of course. <laughs> of so, course. It's, so, it's very nice to be here to actually be in the midst of it.
0: We are glad to have you
2: here. We've about, well, we've been talking about this for years. Years and years. Me coming years. on and doing, helping out and doing techno games, so I'm a bit excited. Yeah. I hope they go okay. No pressure.
1: I'm sure <laughs> it will go okay. <laughs> we've got a full show today. We do. And talking about full, <laughs> yes. the internet, is it? Full, mm. that is. And because there have been lots of stories about the internet filling up, and we have to decide, do we you know, keep on going with it, just go home and have some lunch? Back to the dark ages. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. We'll find out. Bitcoin has been bartered. <laughs> I <Yes>. said bartered <laughs> According to the ATO
0: Yes, we've been waiting for this for quite some time from the ATO what, Yes what, uh, they, Their thoughts
1: on what Bitcoin is So mm. uh, Several people on. aren't happy, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on And Uber has been wra- wrapped over the knuckles in Berlin for uh, various activities Hmm. I like Uber it. Yes, yeah, they seem to be in the news a lot uh, talking about Germany, spy versus spy again. With the, with the Germans this time doing a little bit of ease, dropping accidentally instead of the Americans. Which, and,
0: um, that, that, that reference back to Snowden uh, leaking information about how the US
1: spied on... Angela Merkel's on, phone calls and yeah. how outraged they were. We love a bit of tit for tat, don't we? Exactly. Mm. It's good to know that everyone's keeping up with the Joneses. And uh, the UK is looking at doing a trial with some semi-self-driving trucks. All right, that's, this is, this story terrifies me. <laughs> what, the convoy of trucks, one behind each other, going through... Well, being just having,
2: having technology drive them instead of a human being, that's... Um, yeah, that's that'll end
1: okay, won't it? Mm. Well, maybe. What is it, what could possibly go what wrong? Possibly. Exactly. <laughs> and Apple's continuing in some innovation with uh, taking some existing technology and doing some smart things with it. So we'll look at that a little bit later on as well.
0: I love it how innovation in Apple terms is often take an existing technology and make it... Better. You know, better or popular, perhaps. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this one
1: goes in that, in that regard. That's right. Hmm. Now, of course, if you want to get in touch with us, and we would love you, for you to get in touch with us, you can uh, give us a call on 0427... Actually, no, that's the, that is that is yes. the SMS number, oh four two seven JOY 949. The phone call number to leave a message with the lovely Heath is three hundred JOY 949. Or you can send us an email on air at joy.org.au. You can tweet us, too. At Technogaze. At Technogaze, T-E-C-H-N-O-G-A-Z-E. Or you can have a look at us, us on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And talking about Facebook, we'd like to say a very quick hello to Lorraine and Damien, who are our latest Facebook page followers. Hi, Lorraine and Damien. Thank you for for joining us in our lovely community of, of
0: um, Technogaze. Like us. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, if, if you do like us on, uh, on Facebook, we will mention you on air because we like to
1: acknowledge the people that are uh, supporting us yes Mm -hmm. and it's always nice to get feedback like that and likewise feedback into the studio with messages or emails or anything else that you want to send us Mm -hmm. so internet is it full yes this is a story that came
0: up during the week um A number of headlines uh, have been popping around to say, oh, my God, is the internet full? Has Um, the internet melted down? What what does the internet (laughs) full mean? (laughs) And and, this is a thing that's been going on in in the past, or people have have mentioned the idea of IP addresses being, uh, you know, there's a finite number of them, and there's probably not enough for the total number of devices Particularly in the IPv4 space.
1: Yeah, and and particularly now that everybody has multiple um, IP addresses because, you know, when you've got a smartphone, you have an IP address allocated to your phone. So yep. there are many, many more devices than first came out. But this is something different. Completely different. It's actually yeah. the um,
0: what is it? The, there's, a, there's a protocol called BGP, isn't there? There is. I don't know how technical we should get. <laughs> no, we shouldn't get too technical
2: because I recommend you lose me. That's about it. That's about it. <laughs> I did see your eyes kind of waving over it.
0: It's good to have that feedback directly in the studio actually instead of, you
1: know. It's
2: about how the internet works, isn't it? Yeah. At its core and that the infrastructure that's being set up isn't going to be you know particularly appropriate for the future and it's getting to that pers- Capacity now,
1: yeah. That- so, what, so one of the strengths of the internet is that you know, much like when a road is shut, mm. you can take a different route. The same thing with your internet traffic. The this, the internet automatically knows if one route isn't available because it's either full or it's running slow or something like that. It will reroute the traffic. Mm. But to do that, the routers or the the bits of hardware in between that don't sit in your house but sit inside your internet service provider mm. have to know where to direct the traffic. And it's these things called routes that are starting to fill up in some of their boxes mm. because a lot of earlier um, routers had a limit of 512,000 different routes that they could store in memory. Right. And with the proliferation of more websites and everything else these routers need a lot more and uh, they're starting to fill up. Hmm. Um, sounds to me a, a lot like the Y2K bug. <laughs> No. That was,
0: a, that was a fishing line. From that Michael. was a fishing line, yes. Um.
1: No, it's not like the, no, the Y2K bug was his, much
2: his reaction indicates that you were successful with your fishing trip.
1: Oh, hook, line, and. <laughs> Is there a little sound effect for the little fishing We should get a little fishing rod sound effects of reel him in. Yes. Now, unlike the Y2K bug, which involved a lot of code changes, successful code changes, cause not much happened, um, this one just needs a, a simple software upgrade in most instances. A simple software, simple software. upgrade. So where, where do you
2: yeah. see the problems with that?
1: I'm Wouldn't there be like, how many internet
2: service providers are there around the world? Hmm. Mm. Thousands. Mm. Hundreds of thousands, I'd Lots. say, is a good number. So you're trying to coordinate and getting them all to upgrade, is that the...
1: Well, it's not, not so much I, them, I, I think it's the customers that are affected during the upgrade process.
0: I have enough problems updating or keeping my laptops and various... Connected devices up to date, let alone you know, and, and these these routers are, are sort of like you know, there's one for for thousands of users. So mm. when they are upgraded in this in this regard, they have to be um you know turned off, t- turned off for a while. And yep. those people that are on the other end of it might not, not have internet happen.
1: for a while. Well, that that Gosh. is a problem. But the flip side is, <laughs> if you don't do it, lots of people don't get inter- Well, don't get yeah. access to, access to certain sites. So but yeah, what are we
2: going to do without the internet? Or is that a bigger topic to discuss? If we, what happens to the world if the internet doesn't
1: exist? No, that's a big topic. <laughs> no, I, to I stay in bed if that's right. <laughs> <like, laughs> I can't even read a book because I only read electronic books. I don't books. know what's do. yeah. <laughs> I'd, know know what I'd have nothing like. to
2: download. I'd have to look out the window <laughs> to see what the weather's like. Oh my gosh, that wouldn't work.
0: That's,
1: that's not reliable at all, is it?
0: <laughs> not for Melbourne. It could be raining the other side. Well, is a, is the internet? Version of the weather any any moral I is the question there. Well,
2: it just it depends on where the cameras are pointed really. What I'm
0: looking for. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Which cameras
1: are we talking about? Like I think now? we oh, the, oh, the oh, weather no. webcams. We've oh, gone off topic, right? right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now dragging you back onto topic. Mm. Uber has um, been doing some interesting stuff in Berlin. Hmm. They've just been unsuspended. Yeah, so they, we talked about it last week, didn't we, of, of Uber being the
0: um, the hire car service company. They uh, have an app that you can download to your phone, and uh, you can choose to um, uh, look for cabs or hire cars in your area and pay a certain premium to have them come to your door. And there's lots of really cool... Um, uh, and Uber's not the only one in this regard, but you know, it seems
1: to be the most popular, the one that's expanding globally. I like the, I like the, the leather interiors mm. Mm. and the bottle mm. of water and the lollies in the back. But that's oh, just me. Probably. But one of the things is that Uber is challenging the existing status quo, and Berlin have said that, oh, hang on a minute, uh, you know, you're really violating the public transport act. Hence, we're putting on a ban. Yep Uber chose to ignore the ban and kept on operating, which is a very non-German response because, you know, the Germans, if you say do this or don't do this, yeah. most people react. Mm. And uh, they've lodged an appeal, and as part of the appeal, the suspension has been lifted
2: temporarily. Right.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: They are certainly challenging existing business models, aren't they? Yes. And, and not just in Germany, obviously. Um, you know, here in town and and, yep. uh, and and everywhere. Which you know, there are some uh, um, you know opponents to that, of course.
1: Yeah, and, and I guess this type of thing's been very successful where you've removed the middleman. Where you know, we've spoken about disintermediation before. Mm. Now, in this case, you're not really removing the middleman, except you're going to almost private cars rather than um, you know centrally controlled taxi service. Mm. And, yes, it does challenge a, a lot of the things that are in place. And, um, yeah, probably skirts a very fine line with some of the laws. I mean, I like it because the app works well. I mean,
2: it's, uh, you know, there's some of the other services for the traditional cab companies.
0: They've got apps that are pretty good. But I, I, I think um, it actually has given the, the traditional taxi services a bit of a kick up the bum. Yeah. Because there is a feature set of the app, which is actually a very big part of the whole... Experience of
2: I like, hiring a car. I, know, right? I like knowing where the car is. It's five yeah. minutes away. It's on this corner. Oh, be, and, you know. and you find
1: a lot of taxi apps now have that feature as well. I need to look
2: for more taxi apps. Mm. Actually, one of
1: the things I noticed on my taxi app is that you can now say what uh, radio station you want to listen to when you get into the taxi. <laughs> yes, and there is no join nine four nine one. Unfortunately, no.
0: We need people power. There, we need to like um, send submissions to to get. Joy 94.9 added to the list. Well, I hope they get out of their issues in Berlin. Hmm. Yes. Berlin is, um, yes, it's good that... I, I I like the fact that they did put their hand up and say um no, but now they've kind of capitulated, so...
1: Mm. Well, it's going to go through the courts, no doubt, and we'll see what happens. Mm. Now, we've got lots of good stories coming up. This is um, Technogaze on Joy 94.9. Technogaze. It's 17 minutes past midday here on Technogaze. Join 94.9 in the studio. We have Ty, Mark and myself, Michael. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin Mm. is not money, says the Australian tax office. Right. So it's barter. It's like swapping. I don't know. My, my chickens
2: for a my grandmother leg of has a hand. Like, like, you know, some sort of bartering thing up in Queensland, where you know they've got they've done some knitting or some gardening or something, and then somebody else will come around and fix their computer for them. And no it's thing. a it's a barter system. So it's Bitcoin, mm-hmm. just exactly like that, but
1: online. Yes, basically, yeah. Okay. yeah as far as the ATO is concerned, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so your grandmother, I hope she's you know giving money to the tax office. No, no, I'm sure it would, they probably the, the this organisation
2: would. Probably been the same ilk as Bitcoin, where the tax office would go, "No, that's a barter system, so no tax."
1: Mm. You know, she, she should knit three and purl three for the knife <laughs> yeah. or something like that.
0: So, what does this? What
1: does, does is, she crochet? So we get off topic. <laughs> what,
0: what does this mean for for taxation purposes? So I presume it's about you know ATO you know, yep. what the law is or what the what their rulings are in terms of. And transactions that occur on Bitcoin, right? it, it means more complexity
1: right. and probably more cost. <laughs> From the it, ATO? No. No, no. no. Why would they <laughs> do that? And uh, more cost for businesses when they're dealing with Bitcoin. Because you know what happens traditionally when a company buys something with cash, they pay GST, but they're also able to claim that GST back. Mm. In a barter system, if a if company buys something with Bitcoin, then they can't claim the GST component back. So they've got to pass oh, no. that on to the end consumer. So prices, in theory, could go up. And if they sell with Bitcoin, they still have to... The customer will pay GST, and they still have to pay that to the governments somehow. But there's a whole lot more of complex record-keeping than they need to do using Bitcoin. That sounds quite ridiculous to me,
0: to to have to... Like, if if I can't... If I'm not capable of claiming a tax back Mm. for a purchase that is business-related or whatever, but to have that still taxable is a bit of a concern, like...
1: I think this is a way is. to discourage using Bitcoin as Ooh, a transaction. It's, really... it's an opposition currency. Yes, mm. well, that's it, yes. And there are a lot of people that argue that Bitcoin isn't a true currency, and, you know, it's got some elements of currency and some, some elements that, that's not currency. And one of the very um, things, strong things that I think set aside for most currencies is, is that with most currencies, governments will literally print money when they, when they need to get some cash into the economy. and you I know, do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the 3D printer to print yeah. some
2: money. <laughs> yeah. No, with 3D printer. You just go to the gold bars. You just go straight to the gold.
1: What would you make it out alchemy, of, probably, You'd probably need the gold to start with, wouldn't
2: you? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the idea of 3D printing,
1: anyway. Yes, Spoil exactly. Um, now, I've just lost complete train of thought about what We're just talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> no, I, I, I keep on having this idea in my head is, you know, when you're exchanging the sheep for the, I don't know, for the bales of wool, yes. that you, you hand over a leg of the sheep to the ATO. That's right. a GST <laughs> okay. component. Thank you very they're much. Na- <laughs> they're going to need na- bigger offices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, the ATO's been um, thinking about this for a while and... Well,
0: it's, it's, it's also been delayed. I'd be interested to know why it was delayed. Was there some sort of, like, you know, negotiation, something that happened behind the scenes that we, don't, we haven't really heard about that's, you know...
1: Who would they negotiate
0: with, though? Well, with know? themselves. There might be, you know, one academic versus another academic. Yeah, it could be. Or, I don't know if they're called, tax boffins. Perhaps we should call them tax boffins. <laughs> There'd be people that are very interested in this topic.
2: Yes. Was <laughs> <laughs> that a nod? No, well, I mean, for, you know, people who find tax
0: exciting. Mm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I know, I, I'm very grateful for the people who are. Yes. Who do oh, find oh it. hey. <laughs> I, well, you know, they save me, a lot of money. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> um,
1: You're listening to guys here on Joy 94.9. Yes. Um, now, <laughs> the German government oh, have no. said, oops yeah you know, they uh, they weren't very happy when uh, you know through the snowden revelations everyone found out that the us government was spying on Angela Merkel's uh, phone calls but it appears that you know the equivalent service of spying on Hillary Clinton's phone calls <laughs> What's good for the goose is good for the gander,
2: right? Exactly. What I want to know is, did you practice how to actually say the German intelligence service? The
1: uh, Bundesnachrichtendienst. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it with a very fluid one word.
2: That was good. No, that was, uh, that, I didn't want to have a go, so that's, that's fantastic. So, how did they, so they, what
1: did they do accidentally? Well, I think they, they trawl through as much phone data as they can and listen in wherever they can. And, you know, just happen to come across Hillary Clinton one day. Yeah,
0: it'd be like some some uh, dude in a in the in their security agency or whatever said that's Hillary Clinton's voice. Let's tell the Angela Merkel because she might want to just say, "Hey."
1: this, this <laughs> happened. how this? It,
2: because obviously, if they're you know accidentally spying, like everybody knows about it,
1: so mm. yeah, oh, the, it was how to get out a German newspaper. Ah, this <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Now. Last last year, uh, Angela Merkel did say that all sort of th- these type of accidental intercepts should be destroyed. But for some reason, the German intelligence agency are yet to do it. Mm. They're busy, 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 well, busy, busy doing busy. things
0: with that data. data. <laughs> I don't oh, know. No, no. <laughs> oh, baby.
1: yes. Mm. Now, you know, it's not only the uh, the German intelligence agency that's spied. ASIO and the police are sort of um, being assisted in their spying efforts by Telstra, mm. who have been handing over metadata for quite a while. Now, this one's topical because you know mm. we've been talking about,
0: or, or our benevolent uh, Attorney General George Brandis and, of course, his uh, Prime Minister Tony Abbott mm. uh, have both been very bad at describing what data retention rules mm. need to be implemented. And so, it's, you know, it's been quite topical. A lot of tech uh, publications have been, you know, discussing this, these issues. Yeah, there's been a fair amount
1: of FUD out there. Fear, yeah. uncertainty and doubt. So, is um, it, what are the facts? The facts, well... Uh, the fa- no one knows the facts. This is problem.
0: a problem because no one... The government is so haphazard about how they describe what's going on that it, it does, it's not very clear. But, just a reminder... It's already happening today. So,
1: data retention mm. is
0: occurring as we speak. And what are they retaining? What's the... So,
1: yeah... Well, it comes down to the definition of what metadata is. Yes, and this was also the, the um, I guess, the lack of clarity from the government in talking about these data retention laws because they were saying, oh, we're not collecting, we're not collecting what you're looking at, but we're collecting where you're going to." Well, yeah, because
2: it was like we're not we're not tracking the URL, we're tracking the, the IP, IP address. So um, forgive yes. me if I'm wrong, but isn't that the same thing? Can't well, you then
1: retrospectively yes, look up what the yes, URL is off yes, the IP? Yes and no. Okay, <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly <laughs> yes, but <laughs> can we, can, metadata, right? So.
0: Um, it's about the envelope and not the contents, which is a bit of a ridiculous thing to say, particularly for web pages when you know the URL, which mm. could be considered part of the envelope. Um, oh, yeah. Then yeah. you know the content of that web page at yeah. that point in time as well, because it's publicly accessible. Mm. Um, you know, that's information about a person's browsing habits that is, could be considered personal as well. So mm. if, if, if you know Just that you went to this website... Just thinking
1: about the websites website, I go visit. And, yeah. Precisely. You know, well, I think last week, Mark, you used the example of, you know, I went to the doctor's booking web service and then I went to the STI clinic's web service. Mm. Well, you know why? You, you yeah, can, you put can put two and two log- together.
0: Yeah. Yes. So, and, and there's also, I think, one of the things about this whole discussion is that we've come to the realisation that the technology does exist to monitor this sort of stuff. So, um, as much as it typically uh, say, you know, we don't like the idea of data retention... They are. They have the capability, for example, to, um, to, or they do, for the sake of their own uh, billing purposes, uh, determine what websites you're going to, what sites you're not going to, to count them against your data and not, mm. Mm. Um, you know, because they've got a freebie, sort yeah, of free freebie. zone type yep. service order. Yeah, like your,
2: Apple, your, like your ABC iView and stuff like yeah. that it could be...
0: Uh, in order to do that, they need to do what's called deep packet inspection, which is that next level of technology in, um, so IP addresses, that's pretty quick and easy to, to figure out. But the technology to, to get into, um, the contents of each, uh, each web request, even if it's just a URL that you want that web request, like what page of the internet you're looking at, uh, that needs deep packet inspection, Yep. uh. The fact that that exists means that essentially telcos can find out everything about what you're what you're looking at. Maybe with the exception of SSL transactions. So when you've got HTTPS in the URL, they can't necessarily get into that. But they so uh, there are <laughs> the vulnerabilities <needs. laughs> out to achieve the, that. Uh, well, anyway, that's yes. a whole different discussion. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's, it's yeah we're in a very odd state now where we, we the technology exists it's all about the law and the rule and what's actually what what
1: what's stipulated as being allowed and not allowed. What's interesting about um, this particular story is that the government's saying, oh, yeah, we just want the IP address. But in, th- in the current instances where where Telstra is handing over this metadata to the police in ASIO, it includes the full URL and mm-hmm. not just the IP address. Yes. So, so this, is precedent, is, yeah, this is, is precedent around. that spy agencies and the police want URLs.
2: And I mean, uh, um, obviously, they they want... they need this for counter-terrorism reasons Mm. and that kind of goes oh yeah and then of course it's just that line of oh where is that line between keeping what i'm up to because i'm a you know it's a bit of
0: a moral dilemma isn't it to to Mm. say do we trust the government to only be using it for counter-terrorism activities or are they you know what agency what security service might be looking at um you know, what vacation you were when you made that SMS that got sent from there to there. Was it on a road? Were you moving at the time? Maybe that would be grounds to speeding. you. Speeding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. the, there's all sorts of examples where could it could have become a problem. Um and in terms well, of trust... Well, if it stops your
2: speeding, it's not a problem. Well, yes.
0: <laughs> in terms of trust... But we, if we don't know about it, then we, it won't stop us, well, right?
2: Well, then, well, then, yes, true. Uh,
0: you know, that's the whole point of I the rule of war in a democracy is to not be scared of your government, to actually just know the rules that you're working
1: towards... Hmm and to, to avoid doing it as a consequence. You'll get an immediate SMS when you're speeding to let you know, so you look at your phone and then get another fine looking at your phone while you're driving, because you, you should not do that. It is bad. That might be called entrapment. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, a little light will light up on your dashboard with a dollar sign. But, yeah, essentially, with right. that
2: story, the government should actually know what they're talking about.
1: Well, the other the confusing aspect of <laughs> this... <laughs> well, it'd be, it would be nice. be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Malcolm
0: Turnbull uh, actually flipped it around. It wasn't about the websites that you're looking at at all. It's actually about the IP address that you you are connecting from. So they want to track that information. So then that can be correlated with other data that they no doubt have, uh, like this Telstra ASIO little patch yes. that's going on. If they know the IP address, that IP address was uh, attached to this particular person, which at the moment is a bit of a gray area. mm because we always get different IP addresses when we connect to the, to the internet. It's just and building, the way it's building at work, it's all the same IP address. Yeah, yeah. It, but for consumer stuff, definitely, it's it's it changes from one to one to the next. So that's um, you know that's one of the other explanations that's been given to us about what this whole data retention thing is, and it's a bit it's all a bit wishy washy, and no one really knows what the hell's going on. And that's that's concerning.
1: And and from my perspective, it might be that yes, I might trust the government of today, but I'm not going to trust the government of tomorrow. And do I trust the government and their agencies to access this data whenever they want without going through some sort of process mm. that, where somebody has to authorize yeah, it? That, that which mean, nice yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I would hope that that would be the, the case. Yes, yeah, exactly right. It's uh, 20 minutes, 29 minutes past midday here on Technogays on Joy
0: 94.9. Technologies.
1: This Joy program has a podcast, and you can subscribe to it at joy.org.au. Indeed, we do have a podcast of Technogaze. And Mm. uh, so if you can't catch the show live or you want to... Hear it again, you can uh, go to iTunes, Stitcher, or uh, the Joy website. I'm going to be on a podcast. You are, How cool? The entire, like we've, the entire back catalog. Is, it's quite large. It.
0: <laughs> back to the catalog. We have a catalog. We have a back catalog. Oh, yes. Wow. Just don't listen to the first one. It was a very, very much a test <laughs> oh, no, show. Oh, come on, they're the best. Actually,
1: that's a, no. I want to listen to the first one then. <laughs> Sorry, Ty. Haven't you listened to the back catalog yet? I, look, I haven't quite got through it all because um, that was a prerequisite of mm, coming on air today. Yes. Yeah, so
2: I yes. may have not done that bit of the prep either. Big red mark for that one. In <laughs> show
1: number three, at the two minute thirty seven mark, what did the on air presenter say? <laughs>
2: Probably. Oops, oops I Hang up. on, Mark. I think maybe your opinion has changed over the time because we've got we've databased everything you've ever said, and uh, we're just, little, yeah, we're just going to
0: do a little search. And your opinion's changed on that. In, if anyone is OCD enough to come up with that to understand whether I my opinion, and I, I suspect my opinion has changed on a few well, things.
2: Um, the, would there be technology out there that um, surely you could just run them through a service and it'll yeah. just uh, transcribe everything automatically and yeah, voice should. recognition and we could do that. Get onto that. Mm. Do you know
1: what would be great to listen back to some of the older shows and see if there are any pre- predictions about what was going to happen with technology uh, in the future and see how good or bad they great, were?
0: That's great. Yeah. I think we did do a few of those actually. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, Towards the
2: end we, of the welcome the to end. the Crystal Gale moment on the Crystal Ball. <laughs> sorry, on the uh, Crystal Gale,
1: Crystal Ball of techno gales. We're going to look into the future and right? okay. Yes, oh. and our general advice to anybody who listens to the show, if we predict mm. something, ignore it Yeah, Especially uh <laughs> Bitcoin uh, price of a certain <laughs>
0: fruit yes. Yes. Oh, We're moving on to a topic now that I love talking about
1: mm. Excellent, I have somebody who's on the same wavelength oh, as yes. me Oh yes, you two have
0: bonded over this, haven't mm. you? We, we have
1: mm. How about using your 3D printer to make some money? 3D printing Yes. Mm. And money making 3D printing. Mm. There's a new Kickstarter project that's um, out there called Air Energy 3D that's looking to uh, allow you to print a portable power station. Right. Or wind turbine, I should say, rather than power station. <laughs> wind turbine, power station, tomato, tomato, whatever. <laughs> What three kilowatts versus a gigawatt? Well, <laughs> it's so I numbers.
0: Mean,
1: <laughs> burning coal out into the atmosphere versus turbine. Yeah, t- turbine, yes, it's kind of clean cool. energy. Mm, so this little project um, allows you to print the turbine. The turbine's quite a good design. So it's like a helix type vertical design that's sort of um, knitted together. You can put it into a backpack. Bear yeah. it with mm. you, and generate some electricity and make some money. That actually really cool. looked kind of artistic as a piece of artwork as well. I thought it did, <laughs> like you have in your back gardens, the little think chime <laughs> hanging Dad, you get yeah, the little wind, 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 wind turbine. Yeah. So essentially,
2: they're, they're printing uh, this, you know, three D printer of this um, of this wind turbine that will
1: make more money than it costs to print. Over, over its life, yeah. Hopefully yeah. it will. Now, obviously you can't print the electronic side of it, so that's still something that you have to buy and assemble. But at least the, the main mechanics of it you can print. And um, yeah, so might be some of these popping up, depending on how successful the Kickstarter project is. I was hmm. thinking about buying Mum like a
2: 3D printer for doing um, uh, just for arts and crafts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, th- that would be good and practical and, yeah. But I should have to get some OCD. Is it OCD software? No, what am I? OCD <laughs> yeah, software? Add
0: software. <laughs> Mm. The, <laughs> my <laughs> mum probably already has that
1: <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, I hope she listens <laughs> now Mark's, Mark's mum has just messaged in <laughs> yeah what's ICD oh, software man, that's funny. Uh, yeah no uh,
0: we're actually I'm just about to tweet the the address to this particular mm. um, wind turbine
1: um have they, have, they their, um, no have they reached no, their? No, they've got about thirty days to go, and they're halfway through oh, their, okay. uh, well, their funding requirements. So, with the funding, do you uh,
2: you spend a bit of money, and you, do you get one at the end of the process once it's funded? Is that how it works?
1: I didn't go into the complete. I would hope so because I like a little three D yes. turbine printer. printer. Well, you probably certainly get the design to be able to print it. Mm. Yes. Now, Apple. Apple are very good in design mm-hmm. and you know, ease of use is you know, one of the hallmarks. And they're looking at a couple of things that we've taken for granted and seen how they can improve it. Like what? The mouse. The mere (gasps) humble mouse. What can you possibly do with the mouse? Well, I would have thought the mouse is the mouse. That's it. it, But they're looking at adding uh, pressure sensitivity onto the clicking. So if you click hard or click soft, the mouse will be able to tell the computer what you're doing. And then the computer will be able to act accordingly. So it might be, you know, Ty, you're a little bit agitated today. You're pressing the mouse very hard. You need to go meditate for half an hour or something like that. Or it could be that you're playing a game and the harder that you press, the character jumps higher.
0: Yeah, so this is, um,
1: uh, you know,
0: this the kind of technology that you'd ex- expect out of uh, game consoles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's interesting to, to what opportunity there is to, to use this kind of technology for a, a standard desktop environment. Um, uh, you know, outside of the gaming world, like the gaming stuff is quite... Obvious, it's yeah. really potentially been done, but what you know could it react more differently, like more differently, to uh, to your reactions if you are doing a particular, like if you're programming and you. Click really hard. Does that mean you've you're sick of this bug and you just want to su- kill it? I
2: suppose. I mean, you, you're. You, uh, I suppose you'd le- need to learn how to use it in the various. I don't know. I don't don't know if I want to concentrate that much about going. Am I pushing this too hard <laughs> to get it top. to paste and copy? And I suppose, yeah, yeah. It bec- like anything, is if you use it enough, it would b- become. It, it becomes second nature. Well, yeah. it's like the the um, when we did the planning meeting at my place last night. Uh, got a new like one of those smart TVs, <laughs> and it's got all the the hand actions for using it as the remote. So you sort of. The boys couldn't quite figure it out. and they, you know, But you've got to spend time with it and try to... So, at the moment, I'm feeling like Tom Cruise out of Minority Report, waving my hands about going, it might be easier to actually do the volume control right now by picking up the remote, but no, I'm going to have a go at using this remote. It's got voice commands too, but they don't work very really
1: well. I did feel a little bit inadequate with my hands flaying around in <laughs> front of the screen
2: to sort of do something. So, but if you use something enough, I like the... On this story, I like the... Obviously, again, it, it's an homage to the, the, the gaming stuff, the force feedback. Hmm. So, they're actually going... Hmm to respond know, back, respond to back into the, cuts, you, know, right, yeah. you know, bring on virtual reality, put me in a suit,
1: Yes, feedback. Right. Yeah, no, the feedback to let you know that something's happened with this mm. alert on the mouse uh, would be really good.
2: That's clever. I mean, the, I like the fact that Apple get
1: into, you know,
2: existing technologies and go, well, this is an accepted norm. What can we do to sort of blow it up
1: and make it different? Mm. Ex- exactly. Mm. Now, they're also looking at the Humble USB cable. Ah, yes. We, you know, last last week we had a look at the upcoming standard change which will allow for the reversible type USB oh, the same way as the light, lightning like, cable. This is brilliant. That's, uh, that saves like, you know, a couple of seconds every time you're, but, hey, I'm all so about efficiencies. It, it, it's, more than that, it saves your sanity. <laughs> you know, because it takes three goes to get the thing in, so it would be much nicer if it went in the first time. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> but that's, that is for new connectors, and that will take a while to filter through. Apple are looking at changing the standard USB-A, which is the sort of the rectangular standard USB plug uh-huh. so that the plug itself is reversible and to be mm. compatible with existing sockets. Mm. Mm. Which is something that they did with the lightning cable, didn't
0: they, um, for iPhone? As in, not the USB side, but the plug that goes into your phone yep. is now reversible. reversible. Wow, mm. you know, amazing uh, technological
1: advance right there. <laughs> um, but it, but it's, it's such a simple conceptual mm. thing that helps people use devices and makes it so much easier. Mm. It's, yeah you know, it's it's pretty good. It's good. It's clever. Yes, indeed. I, I, can
0: I just say a very um, very um, quick hello to Andrew, who has just in the last few minutes liked our Facebook page. Oh, thank you, Andrew. Oh, and you've lovely. also uh, you've also emailed in uh, oh. mentioning the Apple mouse. Um, to, uh, and and fair point. They just don't cut it um, for ease of use. Uh, as compared to PC mice, well, I, I'm a, I'm of the actual like this is you know PC versus Mac right mm. here because I I really do like the um, the touch interface on top of the mouse mm. that you know you can move it around and yep. actually use that 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 surface as well as an extra way of um, interacting with your computer. But you know it's it's horses of courses. Um, some people like lots of buttons on their mice, and just you know whichever where where you position your thumb makes a big difference.
1: That's mm. you know, I a little while ago, I crossed over to the dark side. Hmm. Hang on, which
0: side did you start with? Which side? I, I was
1: the enlightened Windows user. Uh, Windows user. <laughs> enlightened? <laughs> enlightened Windows user. Yeah. I have now crossed over to the dark side and I sport a, a Mac. Yes. I also run Windows on the Mac because, the, well, you know, you, know you, you, can. Can. you can. Yes, exactly, you can. And it's can good and
2: hardware. Good. And it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the,
1: the thing was, I bought a mouse, the Apple mouse with it. I don't use it because I love the trackpad on the Mac, mm. Book Pro. Hmm. And it's so much better than any Windows uh, trackpad that's out there.
0: Yeah, they—it's um, uh, actually glass. The the trackpad on a on an mm. Apple um, uh, yeah. laptop is 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 glass. You wouldn't think it yeah. by looking at it, but and that
1: right. gives it a, a certain feel that I think um, you
0: know you don't really get on plastic.
1: No, but it's mm. also it's also the gesture controls that you know r- mm. work really really well even yep. in Windows. Mm. Yes. Yes. Definitely. That's enough for our Apple fanboy club <laughs> I thought you
2: weren't part of it Michael Don't no. go and un- uh, no, well, Who's in the new Facebook like? Was that what was it? Uh, Andrew? Andrew Andrew, yeah. Andrew don't <laughs> unlike us just because we seem to be all <laughs> Mac lovers alright just please come along to the Facebook page for Techno Technogaze and stay and like and the boys will very much appreciate that thank you yes a few more like yeah. 10 by the end of the show would be nice mm-hmm. so what do you do just get on Facebook search Techno Gays, and you'll find us Technogaze great yep. on Joy
0: 94.9 is uh, the words to look for Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely like us. <laughs> Ten more by the end of the show. Thanks.
1: Yes. Now, the UK is starting to test self-driving trucks. Mm. Is this a good idea? Mm. I think it is, actually, because I, I trust technology more than I trust a bunch of truck drivers. Look mm. Now I've upset half a dozen truck drivers out there. Sorry, <laughs> right. I, I how, trust technology. Mark and I <laughs> just went. <laughs> we're going to stand I back <laughs> here. And I think
2: that's, that's a thought. Oh, that could be my argument.
1: I'll, I'll take I the other side. I trust technology go, more than I trust people. How about that? <laughs> well, now I've got everybody hating me.
0: Can I just reverse that? So I I ride a motorbike um, sometimes, and oftentimes, like, I'm actually, you know, you have to the be West quite vigilant. He guys. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Um, maybe not on the bike. <laughs> I was but. going to say on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> what as, was the URL? <laughs> as as a bike rider, you need to be quite vigilant yes. over, you know, the traffic conditions and what's going on around you, mm-hmm. and um, and you kind of, you have an understanding of how people think when they drive, because you are typically a driver yourself when you're, when you're a motorbike rider. Mm-hmm. You, you've... you've been in the car before and you know the sort of the the ways so you you keep an eye out for people hanging back behind other cars and and about to move into your lane and stuff like that when it's a uh computerized driver do are you looking out for the same things it's actually Mm. a change in in the way that you have to think about these trucks and will they be will it be obvious that they are computer driven apart from having to look in the cab and see that there's no person in there like how will i know as a rider that 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 truck well there's
1: specific test. In, it does involve people in the cabs,
0: right? And the idea here oh, is God, even more confi- I can't even <laughs> look
1: for empty cabs.
2: No, so that you, can, you can figure out the you can figure out the computer control one with the driver who's not doing
1: anything, yeah. except for the, <laughs> putting the feet up. And it's going, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just having a bit of a sneeze. The, feet, in the here. feet out the window. <laughs> <laughs> this, they're looking at having convoys or packs of uh, trucks, oh, okay. like five, six, seven, eight, ten, sort of in a row. Right. The each of the each of the trucks have got lasers and infrared cameras to make sure they don't hit each other. Mm. The f- there will be a person in every single truck, but they will be doing administrative-type office work, which is, I don't know, <laughs> Facebooking or something like that. Facebook, yes. But the lead the lead truck will have a driver who's actually doing the driving. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they need someone actually driving all of them? I don't think it's a technology requirement. I think it's more of a, this is a way that we're going to introduce it, make sure that it works properly as a trial, and then eventually one day we might change. It seems a bit...
0: I'm a bit concerned about that, because that's putting the onus on... of you know, five trucks or mm-hmm. however many this convoy is going to include on one single person, almost. Like, if they're following each other, which I presume mm-hmm. is part of... That's the definition of a convoy, right? Yes. So,
1: what is that? Off the cliffs of Dover, mm. <laughs> follow the, follow each one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Interesting, though, because I mean, yeah. uh, eventually we're all going to want to not have to drive and make the car do it itself. So, or I mean, we we'll want
1: to drive for specific reasons because yeah. we enjoy driving, but we don't enjoy driving all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Getting back to your comment before, Mark, about you know how to can tell if drivers or not yeah. part of the reason that you need to be so vigilant is because the because cars and drivers. React in unpredictable ways Mm. By being a computer It's going to be able to sense motorbike drivers That much better and therefore is going to cause less issue. But I think you're right in knowing, is it driverless or not? Do you need to worry or don't you need to worry yeah, about the it?
0: The question I'll ask is, will it actually sense me correctly? Like, is it sensitive enough to figure out mm-hmm. that there is a bike, which are smaller, you know, uh, the the oftentimes I think we, you and I, we were in a car that had one of those radar uh, yes. cruise, control, was cruise, cruise control. It doesn't
1: always recognise a, a bike.
0: bike. Yeah, that's, that's really right. concerning. If you're, mm-hmm. if as a driver, you're relying on this... Uh, system to to slow down for vehicles in front of you, but that
1: there's some vehicles that it doesn't pick up on. That's a problem. Good to know before you turn it on, I would <laughs> say. <laughs> yes, e- exactly. But you know what? I think by 2040, we're not going to have any of these no. discussions. That's mm, right. Possibly. Transporter technology, thanks. Yes, because I will, by 2040, I will need a driverless car. That's, f- <laughs> that's for certain.
0: We have a correction to make. Um, you know, Andrew, we spoke to, spoke about Andrew's preference for mice before and yes. it was very clearly a preference just for mice. mice yes. So he's, he's actually in the Apple camp and vehemently so. enough, oh, to, oh, enough well, to email us in
2: again. Lovely. Well, Andrew, in that case, can you get some of your friends, your Mac loving friends, to like the Techno Guys Facebook page? We he's
1: a, like the we, we we
0: like Andrew fans as well. And Andrew, Android <laughs> fans, yes, fans of Andrew. You need to uh. Andrew. Do you have a Facebook page? That we can come and like? <laughs> Um, um, as usual, Windows fans, we love Windows fans too. We're we're all about about diversity on TechnoCase. <laughs> oh,
2: exactly. We have to come up with a new acronym outside of LGBTIQ. <laughs> Something different. AA. Yeah, no. We'll wake up. Later. No,
1: no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> We've got lots more coming up very, very <laughs> shortly here on Joy ninety four point nine.
0: TechnoCase
2: Gay Radio online all the time.
1: Joy ninety four point nine. Yes, we're online here on TechnoGaze at thirteen minutes to one. Mm. Now, Ty, mm. you and I need to go out for a break. Yes, Mark, Twitter, go. <laughs> oh. Speak to everyone in a few minutes. Twitter Bye. rant begins now. <laughs>
0: Twitter have decided to uh, to manipulate or start working on their uh, their
1: feed service. So. No, they're not manipulating the timeline, are they? Uh, well it's, it's it's not actually a, the, it's tim- the, the timeline. the timeline sounds something like out of Doctor Who, doesn't it? Ah, yes. <laughs> so if you go back and alter the toll yeah
2: you gotta be careful of those paradoxes.
1: Yeah. So there's been an
0: ongoing sort of um, approach at Twitter to to start monetizing their service. So um shocking. You know, back in maybe two or three years ago, do you remember how there weren't any ads in your Twitter feed? There weren't any, yep. um, you know, suggested tweets so much. Mm-hmm. It might have been, oh, friends recommended this and that might have been a paid-for thing and that sort of thing, but it was still very much user-oriented, user-generated stuff. Uh, now they're uh, talking about actually manipulating and inserting new tweets or uh, Twitter tweets from follower, from people that you don't necessarily follow mm. Uh, just because they are promoted oh. or, or paid for or, or that sort of thing, so is
1: it based on perhaps your interest as well? So if you're tweeting mm-hmm. about a certain topic that somebody else talking about this topic may also have their yeah. tweets inserted?
0: I could imagine that they're opening the door for a whole bunch of um, you know, ways to mm. to monetize. Right. Well, I
1: mean, that's the idea.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously they're uh, trying to do that. Hey, I want to show you a tweet, something that you don't follow because we think, as Twitter and the methodology and the and the algorithm that we've written, think you want a view. Hmm. And, of course, they will then use that for... The advertising space as well. So they're going to perfect that technology, you know, innocuously,
0: although Twitter users are a little bit upset. This is not unheard of, of social media platforms. So Facebook have been doing this for quite some time now. Mm. Um, I always thought that uh, there was... Yeah. yeah. Gasp. (laughs)
1: Gasp. sorry I just had to use a sound effect for at least one for the show the sound effects are a little bit like word processing in the early days you know you put 3,000 fonts on a page see how many sound effects you can cram into one show
0: (laughs) no so um, there was a very serious topic so Facebook have been doing it for quite some time Twitter was almost like the the bastion of of sticking to the users uh, and and how they generate content and being you know it's just the feed is just literally what's coming at you so Mm. if someone tweeted it ends up on your feed if you Following them
2: because it, it's, it's very much about going. Well, I want to hear from this person, so I will follow them. But then actually getting content, and and it's you know you get you get that now when somebody else retweets something. So you actually are seeing content from people that you don't follow, but yeah. it's a it's purely on recommendation of somebody that you follow. Yeah. But yeah. what Twitter are proposing and trying to do with the timeline is to give you
1: content that's, they decide. They decide. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. it's. Which really yeah. goes against the initial ethos of you know of the product it does mm. I, yeah
0: it's it's you know a platform for all to communicate regardless um it's it's <laughs> I, it also concerns me because it is a another social media platform that suddenly an algorithm is going to choose mm. what you see and what you don't see mm-hmm. um. We've seen that with Facebook already, yeah, it kind of works for me, I don't really mind, but what am I missing out on? What don't I know, mm. you know in, in, in my Facebook feed? a <laughs> bit. How many friends you got? Lots. Three, oh, three hundred or so. Yeah, about that's the average. Bit, yeah,
2: that's a bit. That's a that's a bit of content you wouldn't be able to consume at all.
0: So. No, and that's yeah. the thing, right? So it does put friends that I often communicate with. I know it puts them higher up in the list of things that are likely to end up in my newsfeed, yep. and I mm. appreciate that. But what about those other friends that I I haven't kept in contact? Mm. How does it decide to suddenly Probably need put, to delete them? Well, if <laughs> you're not interested you enough to cull your friends. No, but, okay, so I'm not interested enough, but is that because I haven't seen anything from them? I don't sort of get to know them yeah. as a, as a it, person it's, anymore. It's, it's a
1: bit of a catch-22. It's mm. like yeah. search engines dishing up um, search results based on previous behavior of yours. Mm. So you, only, you keep on getting to see the same thing. But in some ways, that mirrors life because you tend to interact with people that share the same views of, of you and you don't necessarily to hear other things.
0: It's an algorithm that's choosing that, right? It's a programmed algorithm. So there's rules and there's yep. ifs and, uh, and you know, mm. ors and ands in there to say... And program bugs. And bugs, absolutely. Um, and I have no control over that or very little control over that. Like I can start to try and manipulate it if I wanted mm. to, but that's actually against uh, IP that I'm sure Facebook would be, would very highly guard what that algorithm is is part of their business model. It's yep. part of mm. you know, how mm. they sell their, mm. their, um, their mm. service to yes. the advertisers. Yep. So
2: And Twitter would be trying to replicate the, all the good things that Facebook has worked for, Facebook. I mean, yep. they'd be silly not to.
0: I mean, it's, it's silly to think of Twitter as being, uh, you know just because they're Twitter and they're worldwide and you know, they're, they've had a wonderful ethos to start with, to think that they're not also a corporate entity and no. they don't Could also need to make money. Got to make money. And, um,
1: and once you launch on the public, um, public internet, <laughs> once, you, once you're in a public float, you know you've got your shareholders that you're accountable yeah. to and they invest and they want to get a return on their money as well. No, yeah. That's right. Now, we've spoken about Secret before.
2: Oh and we, yes, and we this is like the application—the secret application.
1: This yeah. is the one where you can tweet anonymously or whatever mm. you want to call it. But you—you you
0: tweet or you—you you put status updates to your friends. Yes. So it matches up your contact list, say from your phone, if you choose to give it that access to that, or from Facebook. It matches you up with friends, but it only marks them as friends. Mm. It doesn't say who they it are. Doesn't identify them. Yes. And you get to see messages from friends of friends as well. Yes. And then if you uh, like, uh, if you
2: find a uh, a post from around the world, and you go, "That's nice," and you like it. And mm. Then your friends will see that one of their friends—they don't know which friend—actually yes. uh, uh, liked that or commented right. on it. Yep. But you still don't know, so you spend a whole bunch of time trying to psychoanalyze
0: um, <laughs> who said this which friend, also said that convers- conversationally. Like Michael was trying to probe me last night. Was, was this you? Was this you? And monitoring my facial expressions at the time, like. What? <laughs> What did you reckon? I thought it was your poker name. face, right here.
1: Mm, straight up. <laughs> it's it's up. Um, I don't think "probe" was probably the right word. I chose that, and word. I also what
2: I also find, and maybe it's just because of my circle of friends, but there seems to be a high percentage of gay men using it. I
0: think, uh, yeah, it's an interesting sort of phenomenon with it. Yeah, how uh, there's a lot of gay content on there. Of, a lot of well, it's, gay prob- men, it's male content.
1: It's probably a byproduct of who your friends are.
0: Yes, <laughs> but there is the everyone feed as well, which. Also has a fair yeah. chunk yeah. of, of yes. and yeah. I don't know if it gears that to your own tastes. As in, I am mm-hmm. a gay man, or it's figured out that because of my friendship group, I'm more likely to like this yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it, I don't. Is there's, it a, gonna? there's a secret source behind it.
1: <laughs> a secret source, as in S-A-U-C-E, <laughs> yes. yeah, not yeah, oh, not. They're, they're,
0: they're, they're tweaking.
1: They're, they'd be tweaking their um their algorithms and methodology. Mm. Yeah. Definitely, you know. but you know yeah. we're lucky enough to enjoy secret. But if you're in know Brazil, if you're in Brazil, hmm. mm, oh, it's just been banned. Oh, now Brazilian law has got a very interesting um, thing to it, if you want to call it that. Yes. That you're not allowed to. You know, you can have free expression, but you're not allowed to do it anonymously. Oh, and so secret is obviously against oh, it's, its constitution. actually. well, Back how do they? I mean, Twitter's kind of. Well, how do they deal with Twitter? I, th- I think that causes problems, but at least when you tweet something, there is some, some sort of, sort Id- of identity, identity behind identity, it. Because yeah. yes. yeah. on
2: Secret, when you say if you comment on somebody's post, it just gives you an... Uh, it's all based on iconography. so And it's random each time you... Mm. Uh, and then you've got... You can engage in a conversation with people and you're just still represented by the same icon. So, yes, it is... It is, yeah. yeah okay. right. Well, they can't. Isn't Brazil? Oh, well, I don't think they're missing out on much, really. <laughs> it, it is entertaining. Oh, Eddie, yeah, but it's, yes. it, it does your yeah, head in. Like, you can just. No, don't do it. If you're thinking about getting on Sacro, don't. It, it's it's like this
1: wonderful game. It is a little bit addictive. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's. No. Now, as, as usual, we are running out of time oh. very rapidly. That's fine. Um, so we'll wind up the show in a few minutes here on Joy94.9. Tacno we're Technogaze here on Join Only with Ty, Mark and Michael, and we're about to wrap up. Mm. Now, we started the show talking about the internet being full. Yes. And how, you know, your mobile phone wouldn't work or anything like that. There's a mobile phone out there that will work when the internet what? is full. What, what's this you speak of? It's called the no phone. What's the no phone? Well... For people old enough to remember the Clayton's ads. Oh. <laughs> the what? The Clayton's ads. Oh, oh you're young, Mark. <laughs> the, the, the Clayton's was a... You wanna... Well, it was an alternative to alcohol and it was the drink that you're having when you're not having a drink. This is the phone that you're having when you're not having a phone. <laughs> it, it's very healthy for you. know irradiation from... Oh, wow. Well, ...ways from Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, because it doesn't have Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Yeah, well, Really? How does it, what's it... It's basically a nice piece of plastic. Oh. No. That simulates the size and feel of a phone. It's probably a little bit like, you know, if you're giving them up cigarettes, you just want to hold something in your hand, yes. put something in your mouth. If you're trying to get off the addiction of your mobile phone, you just hold this in your hand, put it up to your ear every
2: now and then, put it in your pocket. Yeah, and I on. go through anxiety if I'm disconnected from the internet. I, I, had, I lost my phone. I couldn't, couldn't get on. I didn't know what time it was. I didn't... This uh, is a perfect good.
0: gift, though. <laughs> if you are in that situation, what happens? You can, you can have yes. that feeling of... It just needs
1: something in the
2: jacket pocket That's just right. to weigh it down a
0: little bit Yeah.
1: Remove
2: that initial anxiety right, yeah, and, just to, and then you're
1: fine. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> we will probably put that up on the Facebook page for those people that are very interested. Yes. Well, that's it. If you've missed any part of the show or perhaps you're looking to peruse previous episodes, you can do so by browsing joy.org.au/slash techno Coming up next is Cravings with Pete Dillon. Ty, thank mm. you very much for being here today. Thank you very much for having me on the show. It's been a lot of fun. It's Absolutely. been pleasure. And Mark, thank you as well. No worries. Have a great weekend, everyone, and we will catch you, as usual, next week. Bye now. Technogaze
2: on
0: Joy 94.9 This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024